six degrees of separation between hoaxer Sam Brinton and Illinois State Rep Sam Yingling. Who'd have thunk there was any connection between Joe Biden's uber-creepy new nuclear waste disposal expert Sam Brinton and Illinois State Representative Sam Yingling, other than their first names? As it happens, there is. But first, some background on the creepy Sam Brinton, who was recently appointed, quote, Deputy Assistant Secretary of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition in the Office of Nuclear Energy for the U.S. Department of Energy, end quote. He was appointed by the transphiliac Biden administration that hasn't yet met a sexual perversion it didn't love. Brinton is a 34-year-old gender non-binary person who demonstrates his non-binariness by combining men's and women's clothing, thereby reflecting the binariness of his non-binary identity. Brinton used to identify as gay, but now his immutable sexual orientation has changed and he, er, I mean they, identify as bisexual. He's also into kink, as he shared at a sex talk he gave at Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute in 2017, and I quote a report in the student newspaper about that. Brinton left us with countless anecdotes, like how he enjoys tying up his significant other like a table and eating his dinner on him while he watches Star Trek. Upon being asked about how long he knew he was into kink, he explained that it wasn't necessarily from birth, but that his kinks manifested in non-sexual ways. Once he started having sex, he got bored with the idea that he couldn't control the whole experience, which led him to the idea of domination. He also expanded on his experiences with pup play, the differences between kinks and fetishes, and how to safely choke one's partner. We then moved on to demonstrations. Brinton taught us about bondage, starting with wrist restraints and ending with harnesses. He also passed out ropes to the audience and encouraged us to practice on each other. When the demonstrations ended, he invited us to come play with his toys or talk to him more. The entire audience went up to the stage and Brinton graciously explained the purpose and proper usage of each toy. He even demonstrated the use of a carbon fiber rod on those who were interested, and the marks he left on my arm lasted for a few days. He told us more stories, some about working in Washington, D.C., the few times he helped Michelle Obama pick out shoes, his efforts to end conversion therapy, and his experiences as a dominatrix, end quote. While Brinton completed a dual Master of Science degree program at Massachusetts Institute of Technology in nuclear engineering and the technology and policy program, he is better known, or rather infamous for, his nationwide crusade to make what he deceitfully calls conversion therapy illegal. So fanatically committed is Brinton to this crusade that he sachets in stilettos all about the country lying about it. Brinton has claimed that he was a victim of torture via conversion therapy, the term those tricksy homosexual activists prefer. But his allegations suffer from shape-shifting and lack of proof. For example, in 2010, Brinton alleged that just before seventh grade, he was sent to conversion therapy, where his hands were tied down and blocks of ice were placed on his hands while pictures of men holding hands were shown to him. 
By 2014, when he testified before the UN's Committee on Torture, his story, and his delivery, had changed. He still claimed that his hands were tied down and blocks of ice were placed on them, but he wasn't shown pictures of men holding hands. Oh, no. In this carnation of his story, he was shown erotic pictures of men. Additionally, he claimed the torturous therapy occurred when he was 10 years old. When he testified before the UN committee at age 26, he was choking back faux tears, even though he'd been telling this story publicly for years. But four years earlier, when he was 22, no tears, not a voice quiver to be heard. Depending on the context, Brinton has alleged that he was either 10 or 12 when he was tortured by a doctor or not a doctor or a religious therapist or a licensed psychotherapist. And at various points, he has claimed he was in this torturous therapy for two to three years. And yet he says he cannot recall the name of his therapist. In addition to painful ice treatment, Brinton claims copper heating coils were wrapped around his hands and the heat turned on. Tiny needles were stuck into his fingers and that he received electric shocks by the nameless therapist. Even homosexuals doubt his story. And if you go to this article online, there's a link to some websites that dispute it. By the way, this kind of therapy is accurately called aversion therapy, not conversion therapy. And no licensed therapists do it on anyone, let alone children. Talk therapy that seeks to uncover reasons for disordered feelings and dysfunctional behaviors is called counseling. Brinton also claims that prior to torture therapy, he was taken to the emergency room seven times from beatings by his father that Brinton claims his parents would tell people were from accidental falls. If that happened, surely there would be records of his emergency room visits. Brinton squealed his delight about his appointment to the government position. Quote, I'll even be, to my knowledge, the first gender-fluid person in federal leadership. You cannot fathom how excited I am. So, so, so excited. End quote. While the cross-dressing, glittery, ruby stiletto-wearing Brinton squeals about his new appointment, the oppressive regime in China can see our soft bellies exposed for the death stroke. What Britain will do with our nuclear waste is far less important than what he's doing and has done to our broken children living and moving and having their being in a sea of corruption and confusion. Kind of makes sense that our prevaricating president would appoint a prevaricator to a high-level government post. Hashtag birds of a feather. And this brings us to Sam Yingling's connection to Sam Brinton. Yingling is a left-wing religious bigot who calls theologically orthodox Catholic, Protestant, and Eastern Orthodox beliefs about homosexuality bigotry. He's also a staunch advocate for the non-existent moral and constitutional right of mothers to have their offspring killed. And now Yingling seeks to further the anti-autonomy, anti-choice efforts of hoaxer Sam Brinton by preventing any state money from going to organizations that help anyone sort out the possible reasons for their homoerotic attractions and gender confusion. If passed, Yingling's bill, which just passed out of committee yesterday, will do the following, quote, 
provides that the state shall not expend or invest any public funds in any organization, nonprofit organization, religious organization, or any other entity that performs conversion therapy, provides that any public funds owed by the state to an organization performing conversion therapy shall be withheld from such organization, and any contract between the state and that organization shall be void, end quote. Yingling's bill doesn't define conversion therapy, but presumably Yingling will define it in such a way that prevents state money from going to any entity that may help clients construct a sexual or gender identity consistent with their conservative beliefs and values. Only counseling that helps clients construct an identity consistent with leftist beliefs and values about homosexuality and cross-sex impersonation will receive state funds. In other words, state funds will be used only to affirm leftist assumptions. So much for self-determination and choice. And to heck with children, teens, and adults whose same-sex attraction or gender dysphoria are symptoms of molestation and trauma or result from peer or social media influence. Professionals will remain able to access state funds to help gender dysphoric persons reject their unwanted bodies but will not be able to access state funds to help gender dysphoric persons reject their unwanted feelings, not even if that's the path the client seeks to pursue. Yep, just six degrees of separation between creepy hoaxer Sam Brinton, expert in waste, and Sam Yingling, supporter of human slaughter and post-birth harm to children.